Hey guys, welcome to the Join Me for Coffee podcast, where every week I bring you daily life conversations and recommendations, including freebies, tips, tricks, and apps. So let's have a chat. I'll imagine we're actually having a cup of coffee and a nice real-world, real-life conversation. My name is Mauricio, and I'm your host. I've lived and worked in four different countries, have traveled the world, and have a lot of valuable insights to share with all of you. Hopefully, what you'll learn in this podcast will help you achieve your dreams or goals, or even just encourage you to reflect or have a laugh. Hey guys, so life can change in a second, but before we get into that and I tell you a little bit about why I'm saying that today, I just wanted to let you know that it took a lot of effort for me to actually create this second episode and I'm talking about it's not really the second episode but the second episode of me doing this on a daily basis and I'm already struggling like I thought I would because doing something like a podcast every single day takes time and effort and it's not easy most podcasters out there you'll find that they release an episode every week Um, the vast majority of podcasts out there um, have like a weekly frequency for publishing of new episodes but I've been thinking for a while that um, I wanted to do this daily just because every day there's so much happening. And I guess in this season six of the podcast episode, and yes, by the way, I can't believe we're already in season six. So this means we've been doing this for six years. So if you're one of those listeners who has been with us from the get-go, thank you so much. We appreciate you. I really, um, you know, I feel humbled and you know incredibly happy to see that we have over 8,000 downloads worldwide. I know it's not a massive massive number but I think it's also not a small number. You know it means you know over 8,000 people have uh, listened to our episodes and to our different things that we have released in the podcast so I find that really exciting and encouraging and again you know like I imagine this is like 8,000 downloads And this is with me not doing this regularly and with a lot of discipline. So that's one of the things I want to change in 2022 and beyond. I like to become more disciplined with this type of stuff. So with my tweeting, with my writing on Quora, with my, you know, publishing on things like Facebook, Insta and the podcast. All of these things, basically, I see them contributing to growing our business, they help our marketing efforts, and they also help me in positioning the Mauricio Rubio brand. So I see myself also as a brand, as a creator, you know, as a creative mind, as an entrepreneur. I've worked really hard for many years to build my brand, my own brand. And doing things like the daily podcast helps me to connect with my audience and with people like you who might be interesting, interested in what I have to say, or, you know, who might be one of our students or might be, you know, a partner or someone with working with us across, you know, many different places in the world. So you might not know this and you might not be aware of, but our business has grown massively over the years since we started back in 2016. And we now have partnerships with, you know, different businesses and people in the U.S., in Germany, uh, Japan, France, Australia, like pretty much all over the world. So it's really, really exciting. And I guess talking about that a little bit as well, uh, one of the things we're going to be working on over the next couple of weeks is 
amping up our investment in translating our courses into different languages. Now, this is not something new, like we've been doing this for many years, and you'll probably notice if you go to our landing page on Udemy that we have courses in French, German, Japanese, Chinese, and Spanish. And I want to amp that, and I want to make sure that as a team, um, me and the team are working on getting our courses into many more countries, into many more languages, and in particularly, I guess in particular, we're going to be focusing over the next couple of weeks in the Korean market and in the Japanese market, and I, th I think in third instance in the Chinese market. So the Korean market, I actually had a company uh, reach out to me uh, maybe like four or five months ago. This is a company based in Korea who's partnered with one of our biggest partners and they were interested in translating um, two of our courses into Korean. And they actually wanted to do more, but they, I guess, started the offer with, with two of them. And it's really, it was, I, I immediately saw this as a great opportunity uh, and it just resonated with me because I've been thinking about the Korean market for a very long time, but I just never acted on it. And I kind of left it in the back burner or in the, and in the backlog. But talking to this company who, you know, explicitly showcased this, there's already a lot of demand for our courses in Korea. It just made me realize that there's a huge market opportunity that we need to uh, tap into. Um, and I've already seen this from experience with our um, partners in Japan, that there's a huge demand for our courses as well in Japan. So Japan and Korea um, are, you know, um, Asian markets where there's a lot of um, you know, purchasing capacity and those markets, you know, are very well connected with West Western culture um, and they're, you know, very business focused, very uh, professional focused, like they tie in really well with our audience and with the things that we sell. So um, I'm not really surprised that our courses are doing so well in, in, in the Japanese market. And again, we have a ton of market opportunities there as well because we've, we've only translated two of our courses into Japanese. And we have over 40 courses. So um, again, this is huge, huge market opportunity, which we're going to be working on in 2022. Uh, but in the next couple of weeks, I'm going to particularly focus on the Korean markets because we don't have any courses in Korean. I know one of our partners, uh, really well-established, really big partners, is focusing heavily on the Korean market at the moment. So it's already kind of like a, you know, uh, something that's going to boost our sales in Korea. Uh, once we launched um, um, the courses in that market. So, um, you know, the advantage there is that we already have the content. We already have the courses created. Um, it does take an effort for us to set up a course in a new language because we have to, like, re-upload the files or clone the course. Uh, we we got to check the, sub the, the subtitles in, in English are, um, you know, spot on. Uh, and we have to sometimes fix a couple of things here and there. And then we have to uh, liaise with translators to get the course in that language. And I've done that before many times in the past, but it does take time. It's, it is definitely not as simple as it sounds. And by the way, when we're talking about translating our courses, we're just referring to subtitle translation. We haven't gotten to the stage yet of translating the audio, which is something I'd like to do also in the future. Um, we've been exploring with the team a couple of options using AI and there's some companies that offer like automatic translation of English audio from English to other languages. But so far, we haven't found a company that meets our needs, that stacks up in, uh, stacks up in terms of the quality 
And also in the pricing, we've seen, you know, really good offerings, but, you know, you know, just very like crazy, um, just crazy expensive. So we've kind of discarded that, but I definitely want to tap into that more into the future. And that's one of the things that I'm going to make sure that our team is researching and exploring because there's, yeah, I just see a lot of opportunities in this space as well. Um, and me, you know, speaking multiple languages that just helps also because I should be also creating courses natively in other languages other than English, such as Spanish and Portuguese. Uh, but it's not something I have done. So it's something that I definitely can, you know, tap into in the future and release new courses natively in those other languages, which I'm sure will help our business grow as well. So, yeah, so like I was saying, um, the Korean market is definitely a huge opportunity. Um, Japanese, I want to get more of our courses translating to Japanese. By the way, the reason why I didn't get more of our courses translating to Japanese was because I had issues with the, I think we had like two or three translators that the team found and outsourced for me. And um, they just didn't, you know, they did the job well for the two courses, but we had issues with coordination with them. Uh, we couldn't get them to translate other courses. And then when we were trying to find other translators, they were charging, you know, massively for the translation of the courses. And we just didn't see it as a good investment play at the time. Um, so we kind of left it there, you know, and just focused on our things. Um, and yeah, it just kind of stayed there in the back burner, in the backlog. But uh, I definitely want us to pick that up again this year. And we, I'm sure... We have to be able, you know, I'm sure we're going to be able to find uh, people who can translate. Uh, as you know, we're Australian based, so I'm sure we can find people who can translate for us from, you know, English to Japanese uh, right here in Australia or somewhere else remotely. That's fine. But that offer us, you know, a great quality in the translation and that, uh, you know, offer us competitive pricing. So we haven't been able to find I guess this set of qualities uh, in the Japanese trans- translators that we've been searching for, but I'm sure there are really good, high quality, affordable priced translators out there in Japanese. So if you know of anybody, the way, and you're listening to this podcast episode, or if you're someone that speaks English and Japanese and want to come out and work with us, feel free to reach out um, and we'll get in touch with opportunities like this. Same goes for Korean. If you know Korean or Chinese, and you're interested in, you know, transla- helping us try- translate our courses from English to Korean and Chinese, feel free to reach out to us and, you know, we'll make you an offer. And again, also, if you're just nat- a native English speaker and want to work with us with proofreading and, you know, kind of uh, fixing and translating, uh, fixing our, sub- uh, our English subtitles in our courses, uh, we have some opportunities there as well. Uh, again, feel free to reach out to us and we'll come to you with an offer and then you can, you know, ponder on it and decide whether you want to come work with us on that. So, yep, definitely, you know, we're always, like I said, we, uh, you know, we're always with the team working on different fronts and we sometimes we outsource um, here in Australia, sometimes remotely, it depends on, you know, the, the nature of the work that we're doing. Uh, but yeah, if you have something that you think you can help us with, or if we let you know, um, yeah, just reach out and we'll make sure to continue to share opportunities as I'm creating these podcast episodes regularly. I'm still going to try to aim to do this daily. Um, I don't know if I'll be able to. I really struggled today and it was just my second day. Um, and the reason why I struggled was because I had a really busy day today, uh, more than with work with personal stuff. I'll get into that in, in, into that in a, in a moment. 
but I also fell asleep. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I have you know two kids. One's four, turning five. The other one's um, you know nine months, uh, ten months. Yeah, I think he's almost ten months now. He's turning one in July. Um, so anyway, both of them keep me on my toes. I'm really busy, and we usually try to put them to bed at six p.m. every day. Um, which I know sounds really early, but um, it's actually good that we've been able to do this with my wife for some time. Because um, yeah, when I say put them to bed, it doesn't mean that they necessarily go to bed at six p.m. By the way, we we start the you know the process of putting them to bed at six. Um, the little one, the baby, usually goes to bed uh, fairly quickly, um, but he then might wake up again, you know, um, an hour or two hours later, and then he might then he'll definitely wake up multi multiple times through uh, through the night. Um, with our older son, um, it took him two years, if you can believe it, to actually sleep through the night. So, yeah, so I'm not, you know, expecting any miracles with the younger one, um, who will probably have to wait until, you know, year two to actually see the sleep situation improve and the sleep deprivation improve as well for me and my wife. Um, it's quite challenging, and I'm sure anyone listening to this who has kids understands this. Um, this is the hardest thing of having kids, you know, the sleep deprivation and obviously, as they're going through different stages and phases of their life, um, you, you know, you're faced with different challenges. And some people say, you know, little, little kids or little people, little problems, big people or big, you know, bigger kids, bigger problems. Um, I don't know, because I'm not at that stage yet. But basically, what I'm trying to say is I realize that it's kind of like a never ending challenge in a way being a parent. Um, doesn't matter how old your kids are, they'll probably need some support or something from you. Uh, pretty much until you die, <laughs> and I don't. I know that doesn't sound really um, encouraging, but I don't. I definitely don't mean to discourage you um, from having kids, or you know, um, just I don't want to. Um, I guess make it sound like um, having kids is awful, but I don't also want to convey that it's easy uh, because I feel that a lot of people don't talk about this honestly and openly. Like a lot of people just talk about the nice things of or the nice nice side of having kids. But they don't tell you that it's actually really hard and they don't talk about anything, um, I guess, any of the nasty, awful side of having kids. Uh, but anyway, one of those really difficult things of having kids is that they, um, you know, especially when they're really young, the the sleep deprivation for, for me uh, and in my personal experience and from what I've talked to many other people, it's, it's probably the hardest thing of all. Um, so anyway, because of the sleep deprivation, and uh, which we're in the middle of, by the way, uh, because our son, like I mentioned, is not even a year old, um, and we'll probably still have one more year of this uh, to go through. Um, um, so yeah, so because we're in the middle of this like really hard no sleep peak, um, that ov- obviously uh, leads to me being quite tired um, pretty much all the time because I'm working really hard and then I'm helping out with the kids and then I'm not sleeping well well at night. So this obviously um, yeah, leads to me being, being very tired. And I'm, again, I'm all, always working with different people on the team, different um, people from our partners across the world. Um, and I, I get you know, um, customers and students contacting us daily, uh, people who want to work with us, again, daily as well. So I'm reviewing deals like on a regular basis. Uh, we probably discard like 90, 95% of them. Uh, just because we, you know, we don't think they stack up to what we're looking for in a partner or with someone we want to work with. So we're quite peculiar about who we work with. Uh, we do our due diligence. We were quite rigorous, making sure that they, you know, they're not going to do anything in detriment of our brand and of our products and of our services. 
and of the company that we've built with so so much hard work over the years. Um, so yeah, so anyway, the I guess the point I was trying to make about this was that I, uh, because I was tired, I, I was putting the kids to bed and helping my wife put the kids to bed. Of course, I didn't mean to convey I was doing this on my own. Um, and um, yep, so my older one, you know, he likes to hug, hug me while he's falling asleep. And this is, by the way, my favorite time of the day. Um, I do want you to know this. Um, this is like literally the most special, um, loving, favorite part of my of my day. Every day is when I put my kids to bed, particularly the older one when he's hugging me and he wants me to be by his side while he falls asleep. Um, this is priceless to me. Like this is the literally um, the most amazing feeling um, I could describe to anyone. I just feel so much love, so much happiness and just so much peace when I'm next to him and he's hugging me or he just, uh, I guess he's lying there next to me while he falls asleep. Uh, and I know he wants me to be there. Um, and sometimes I have to, I guess, put work aside and stop working and uh, I guess stop doing something productive or stop, you know, not go to eat or not go to watch uh, Netflix or whatever. Um, I, I, it just implies me not doing something that I want to do, which in a way is kind of like a sacrifice for me to be there with him. But at the same time, I do it with so much love and so much um, joy, I guess, because it, it, it is my favorite time of the day. Um, but I also struggle with this because my uh, my son, you know, he, he might take, um, you know, half an hour, I guess between half an hour, probably an hour to fall asleep. Um, and then sometimes I fall asleep with him, even though I'm, I'm trying not to fall asleep, but because everything, you know, the lights are off and I'm tired because of the sleep deprivation for my, for my baby. Um, and all of this other stuff that I have always going on, uh, sometimes I fall asleep. So that happened to me today, you know, so I went to bed and put him to bed like at six and then I fell asleep and woke up at like nine, nine thirty, you know, like 9 PM. Uh, but I hadn't eaten. So I forgot to eat and I don't really like, um, going to bed without eating or not eating because then I'll have um, gastritis. Um, you know, I, I just won't feel well the next day as well. So I, I guess, um, I wasn't feeling too much like recording this episode because I was already feeling quite tired. It was already very late and then I hadn't eaten. Um, I had to do some of the dishes and clean up the kitchen a bit and do some other like household stuff. So I guess by the time I started recording this, it was already like 10, 30, 10, almost like 11 p.m. Uh, and I'm still haven't finished. And I know it's already a bit long. Uh, this episode is already a bit long and I'm, I want to try to um, wrap it up uh, quickly because I don't, um, you know, I don't want to stay up too late tonight, but I, I want to make an effort. And I guess I want to share with you that, that I've struggled with this because this is part of, um, I guess what I'm trying to do with the podcast now, which is sharing to you guys, I guess, my day-to-day experiences with the business and sometimes a bit with my personal life as well. So you get a bit of behind the scenes and um, I guess, again, I, I'm trying to share also insights and valuable information for you that might help you in your business as you're building your own brand, your own startups or you as an entrepreneur. Um, and again, if you're someone in the field of project management, agile, uh, someone or in the fields of like agile project management, product management or business analysis, then you're definitely going to be um, interested in hearing what I have to say in this podcast because um, that's those are the big themes in everything that we do in our business. Uh, so everything we do in our business evolves and revolves around those four big topics, agile, project management, product management, and business analysis, including investments and building 
you know, fi- um, wealth and financial freedom. So um, with that in mind, I definitely encourage you to go to joinmeforcoffee.com.au and make sure you subscribe as a, uh, as a paid premium subscriber so you have full access to the information we share about any of these uh, fields and, you know, you'll, you'll be able to access our free online courses, ebooks, etc., and so forth. So the team and I today, we worked on um, the releasing the post of the subtle art of not giving a fuck. Um, so this is a really interesting book um, and I won't, you know, give you too many spoilers, but it's definitely something, um, it'll just definitely challenge the way you think um, and will basically... Um, push you to not think so much about and not care so much about what um, others think, but focus more about on what you um, yourself believe in, and uh, but also accept that we have some constraints, some weaknesses, some strengths. Um, anyway, this book is really interesting. You can watch a video of like a bit of a summary of the book and a review of the book uh, for free if you go to the joinmeforcoffee.com.au website and if you subscribe to our um, newsletter as a paid uh, member you'll be able to access the book for free um, and we'll be sharing regular regularly you know on the newsletter um, new ebooks and new online courses like we always do uh, sharing apps and things that will help you um, I guess turbocharge uh, what you're doing in your day-to-day at work and um, and in your and in your job in your job so one of the key things we are always working on is helping you um, reach new heights in your professional career. So um, we do that, you know, via our different different educational offerings, uh, and we'll continue to do that for the foreseeable future. That's one of the, you know, I guess the, the core nature of our business is around education um, and helping people uh, build and grow their careers professionally. So I know if you're listening to this, you're likely interested in that and make sure then that you um, subscribe to the newsletter, you know, uh, subscribe to the podcast, follow the podcast so you can continue to get new episodes. Again, the podcast is for free. The newsletter is also for free, but it has a paid version. The paid version, of course, gives you full access to a lot of the things that I mentioned before. But if you want to start out as a free uh, member and then explore whether you go to paid later on, that's fine as well. Uh, no hard feelings, no worries, no dramas. Do what is best for you. Um, you know, that's what I always encourage you to do. And again, thanks thanks for listening and tuning in today. And um, I guess before I go, I did want to talk a little bit about what I said about uh, life changes in a second, right? And one more thing before I get into that. I mentioned earlier that we are in season six and we've been doing this for six years. So if you can believe uh, if you can believe this, we started the podcast in 2017, so 2017, 2018, 2019, 2020, 2021, and now 2022, we're in season six, so I've basically given each year um, the name of a new season, and the reason why I did that was because each year has been different, uh, and the podcast started off, I guess, really different to how it's evolved, because originally it was a bit, you know, about, um, I, I guess, me talking randomly about different things that were going through my mind at a particular point in time. Um, Then we started doing some interviews and talking to entrepreneurs. Um, And anyway, it's evolved into what it is today, which is uh, me focusing on the nature of our business. So again, trying to create the podcast and tie it into our 
business and the key four main topics of our business, which are agile, project management, product management, and business analysis. So um, being the business, those, I guess, key four topics goes to each of those, by the way, is so big, we could actually create a a podcast, a newsletter for each of those things, because each of them is a field, um, you know, a professional field in itself, and they're really big, they're really niche, big topics. Um, So, but I didn't want to focus the podcast or the newsletter or what we're doing on just one of them, because we actually have investments in the in, in in all four, and we have products and services across all four of them. And actually, we have products across other topics as well. But like I said, these are the four key big main topics that we, um, I, I guess, focus on in in the business. So I'm gonna keep it at that. I don't know if it's um, I guess, a totally smart strategy to still be doing. I guess, four big things instead of focusing on one. Um, I've kind of seen in the past that generally people kind of, I don't know why, but people generally follow or view or like or um, uh, people that talk about just one thing in particular. Like if you're listening to investment, you don't, you only want to hear about investment. If you're listening to something about entrepreneurship, you only want to hear about entrepreneurship and stuff like that. I don't know why, but this is something I've noticed, a pattern I've noticed with uh, followers, so people that are following uh, someone or uh, tuning into their newsletter or podcast or course or whatever it is. So yeah, so I, I like I said, I don't know if it's a, necessarily a, the smartest thing to for us to be um, working on these four big thr- fronts at the moment in the podcast in the newsletter. Um, but that's how I want to frame it for the time being. And like I said, it's already working for us in terms of the business and revenue generation. So why not um, try to stick to that also in the podcast and the newsletter? Um, so yeah, so I um, this is what one of the things that we're gonna be um, you know that we're gonna continue to do. Just focus on those four main topics for now. So season six, like I said, I'm trying to do this more regularly, and I'll and I'm trying to connect this more to the newsletter itself as well, which is not only one of our um, you know revenue streams, but also probably. Uh, one of our biggest, most strategic, strategic long-term growth areas that um, you know me and the, te- and the team are going to continue to work on heavily and strongly, which is why I encourage you to join the, the newsletter because um, you know we're going to be putting a lot of um, effort, time, and money into it, and yeah, it's going to be it's going to be great. I think I think there's already a ton of really good value in the newsletter, and that's why we already have you know um, you know people paying for it. Uh, and subscribing to it um, uh, on the paid version because they see the value in it. And, uh, you know, it's amazing. It, it really, I feel humbled every time I get, you know, a notification saying someone's become a paid subscriber because they, um, it just showcases that people appreciate the work that we do and see value in the things that we offer to them. So, yeah, we'll continue. Like I said, this is something I feel really excited about because the newsletter is generating money from the get-go, like from, you know, year one and you know like i think even the first month we when we launched we already had paying customers so there's some things that we've done in the business in the past where we've um i guess dabbled a little bit on different things and we haven't necessarily been successful in generating revenue but there's some things where from the get-go we've been generating money um and things like such as you know the online courses the ebooks the podcast and um the newsletter We've been generating revenue on these uh, things from the from the get go, from the beginning. 
So um, that's why, you know, we continue to invest in these channels. And I'm sure there'll be more uh, in the future as we continue to explore new opportunities, new partnerships, new apps, new tools, etc. So, yeah, so it's really excited for season six. And again, um, we've had over 8,000 people tune into the podcast. Um, um, I, again, you know, I, I feel excited about that. And I, and I thank you all for listening and giving me, um, you know, the opportunity to share some of these insights with you. Um, similar to that, and on, a, on another note, like I said, I, 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 we're also working on trying to regularly post on Quora just because it links very well with our audience, with our audience of professionals um, in the fields of agile, project management, product management, and business analysis. So we're, you know, trying to, um, I guess a bit like the podcast, um, do it on a daily basis, um, answer questions in Quora. And, you know, Quora is one of those things, again, you know, we have over almost almost 200,000, if you can believe that, also almost 200,000 uh, page views in Quora. So it's definitely, um, you know, grown uh, quite significantly. And, um, you know, if you, I guess, divide that by four, since we started writing in Quora by about four years ago, that's, uh, you're looking at about, that's four times five, 200, that's, uh, it's about 50,000, um, sorry, about five years ago. So it's about 40,000 page views per, per year. And then if you divide by, by 12, you know, we're talking about almost 4,000 page views per month. Um, so it's not massive, 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 but it's also not small, right? When you're talking about 4,000 page views in a month, um, I guess I, I guess in my mind as a, as a creator, I just that see that as, you know, 4,000 potential new customers. That's basically how I see it. So, um, yeah, so I think it's a, it's a huge opportunity and there's a lot of opportunity for growth in Quora as well, because again, we haven't done that disciplined and regularly, um, but that's changing, right? In 2022, we're doing a lot of things differently, uh, particularly around um, being, I guess, more regular in how we create content. So, um, uh, yeah, stay tuned for that. I'm sure you're going to continue to hear us talk about that and hear me in particular talk about how we continue to grow the business in those channels and our marketing efforts um, across those different apps and platforms. So I guess to wrap up the episode today, I did want to talk about um, how life changes in a second. Because it does, right? It does. It can change literally in a second. And if you're listening to me right now, I want to tell you something that you probably already know or intuitively know. But I want to reiterate this message because it's so important. And that is that health is wealth. Health is the most important asset intangible or tangible, however you want to call it, asset that you have. If you don't have health, you don't have anything. Believe me, I have experienced this myself in life, in real life, where I have lost, totally lost my health. Like I, I experienced, and I'll talk about this maybe in another podcast episode because I won't get into that today because uh, it's a very long sub- subject, but I, I had a, uh, a crisis. This is going back to 2008. In 2008, I had a, a really big crisis, like the the biggest crisis I've ever had in my life. And I went into a very, very deep black hole where I was depressed and suffering from anxiety, suicidal thoughts, and all these, um, I guess, mental health issues. And when I lost health, and when I lost my health, I realized um, just how valuable it is. And I think it's one of those things that you only truly understand 
once you've lost it. So if you've been fortunate enough to never experience anything like that, and if you've always been a healthy person, and even right now you're healthy, you know, you're not sick right now, you don't have any sickness, um, you can walk, you can talk, you can see, you can feel, you can hear, you can, um, you know, uh, do all what, you know, you would normally do without any health issues, I want you to know that you are already are wealthy. In a way, you are already wealthy. And I want you to know as well that you are very lucky. And I also want you to take a moment to say, you know, thank you to whatever you believe in, you know, whether that's the universe, God, yourself, no one, just, just you know, whatever it is, just take a moment to appreciate your health, okay? Because it is such a like I, I just want to, uh, I guess, re-emphasize this pro- this this thing. You know, if you lose your health, it doesn't matter if you're really good at what you do, if you're an entrepreneur, if you're a professional. If you lose your health, you can't do anything. You can't work. You can't be productive. You can't help. You can't help around the house. You can't go to the gym. You can't work out. You just you just literally can't do anything if you're in a dire health situation, like I was back in two thousand eight. So I've learned the hard way that um, literally nothing else matters if you lose your health. And if you don't have anything right now, like literally if you're not wealthy, if you don't have any money, if you don't have you know, a job or whatever it is, but you're healthy, then you can use your health and your, your natural state of being healthy to create wealth, to get a job, to do whatever the hell it is that you want to do, all right? So... Yeah, just I really, um, I really um, want to um, you know take this point um, and push this point to you because I, I I felt it, I've lived through this, and I know what it means. And why I wanted to talk to you about today was because today we were my wife and I and my kids and I we were blessed with the visit of um, a good friend of ours who used to work for us actually, uh, and she's kind of become a friend. You know, she's kind of become a, a bit of a member of the family. Um, so she used to be our cleaner, actually. She used to be the person, you know, cleaning our house. Um, and then um, in, at the end of 2021, um, she got diagnosed with cancer. She's a really young woman. You know, um, I can't remember. She's like late 20s or early 30s, but she's really young. Um, or I guess that <laughs> probably seems young to me now. Maybe not might be young if you're listening to this and you're 18 or whatever. Uh, but anyway, she's a, a really young girl. Um, and um, she was diagnosed with, with cancer, breast cancer, uh, in December 2021. So her life changed in a second. You know, she, was, she went from being this really busy, um, really vibrant, really, um, you know, active woman um, uh, into now being um, someone who can't work and is spending all, all her time or most of her time in hospitals, in treatment, uh, without knowing what the future holds, without knowing what's really going to happen with her, without knowing how um, it's going to turn out, I guess, and and just being unable to do a lot of the things that she normally did before. So anyway, she went, she came today to our house to visit us and I was really happy with um, having the opportunity to sit down and listen to her and talk to her. Um, so I carved out a big chunk of my day today just to do that. I actually stopped working and I had, you know, I had this feeling for a moment where I kind of wanted to continue working and 
and just say to her, hey, just, you know, stay there with my wife and the kids and I'm sorry, but I have to go work. I have to go to work. Um, but um, I'm glad I didn't. You know, I'm glad I actually um, had this reflection and, in, and this is my in my mind, but by the way, of course, I didn't say anything of this to her um, or to my wife at the, at the time because she was, you know, right in front of us. But in my mind, I had this thought like, what if she's not here tomorrow? What if she were to die tomorrow or what if something happened to her and I had and I had the opportunity to sit down and talk to her and make her feel, you know, better about herself and better about what she's going through or just even listening to her, you know, just just dedicating time to someone when they're going through something hard is really valuable and really powerful. So I, I thought this is something I want to do. This is a, an act of kindness and generosity. Um that I want to do. I want to, you know, not be productive so I can be kind. Um, and, and anyway, that's what I did. And I really enjoyed it. And, you know, um, I'm glad that she's doing well. She, but she's struggling, you know, she's still, you know, it, it's harsh, um, you know, having cancer and being so young and, you know, like I said, being such an active person and being someone who was, you know, bringing in revenue, being really productive, working like um, really hard all the time, um, into just going into this state where um, she's regularly going to hospital and, and you know, not being able to work and obviously is feeling tired and she's dealing with a lot of the side effects, side effects of um, uh, chemo. And you know how it is, you know, everybody, I think everybody nowadays knows what chemo is like, even if you haven't gone through it because we, let, you know, let's face it, cancer is one of those things that you, you've either had it or you know someone who's had it in your family, a close friend or whatever. So, you see it in the movies all the time. It's talked about all the time. So I think we all know what, you know, um, going through cancer involves. Um, and, I, and I don't mean that in a way, hopefully, I don't I don't want to in, in any way, of course, disrespect anyone going through cancer. If you're going through cancer and you're listening to this right now, um, I say it, you know, with, with the utmost respect. Um, obviously, no one would truly, truly, truly understand what you're going through unless they've actually gone through the gone through it themselves um but i'm just trying to convey i guess that we we kind of have a general sense of what going through cancer is and what it involves and you know the side effects of chemo and you know people losing their hair or um you know um yeah, feeling sick and um uh, you know feeling the metal taste in their in their tongue and all this stuff you know that you hear about all the time with people that are going through chemo what i'm trying to say is that it's not hard it's not easy it's very hard when you lose your health and and that's why, um, you know, I wanted to call this episode um, Life Can Change in a Second because it can, um, because it can. And particularly when it relates to health, if you lose your job, you know, if you lose your job, you can get, you can always get a new job. You know, it's not that hard to get a new job. Um, if you, if you lost all of your assets, let's say you lost all of your assets and had to start over. Um, at the end of the day, if you had your health, you could probably build your wealth and your asset base again over time. You know, it might take you a little bit longer or it might take a couple of years to do it, but you can still do it. I and mean, it would not be something impossible for you to do. But if you lose your health, if you're not healthy, then everything else becomes secondary because you're then you're not able to be productive. You're not able to work. Uh, you're not able to, um, yeah, I guess, be fully yourself, do the things that you love. Uh, perhaps you're not, not able to train, go to the gym. Um, you know, you might not be able to, yeah, I guess there's a lot of things that, that actually become very constrained once your health is in a dire situation. So, yeah, so that's why I wanted to say, you know, take a moment to appreciate 
um, that you're healthy. Um, and just be mindful that not everyone is, and not everyone is um, um, in your fortunate situation. And and like I said, that life can change in a second um, if your health takes a turn. So make sure whatever it is that you're doing in your life right now, that you're giving it the best. You're doing something that you love. If you're not loving or enjoying what you're doing, think about how you can change it and then change it because it is in your hands to change things that you don't love and um, you know get away from things that are not um, being positive and constructive towards you. And, um, and I'm not just talking about money, by the way. I'm talking about in general, about relationships, people, um, you know, um, your passions, whatever it is, just think about um, making sure that whatever it is that you're doing, you're feeling fulfilled, you feel you have a sense of purpose, you're doing something, I guess, valuable for yourself and for your family and for the future. Because um, that's, you know, um, what's going to make it worth it. And I guess that that's what um, you should be doing, knowing that you're healthy, you know, that you can actually um, enjoy yourself to the most and, and actually, uh, I guess, you know, live your life, uh, live your best life um, as, as long as you can, you know, and, and, and hopefully, um, you know, you don't have to face any of these, um, health challenges. Um, I guess, I think at some point we all have, have to face them, um, cause we all age and, you know, um, at some point I feel we all have to face some health challenge, uh, but hopefully you don't have to face that when you're young and hopefully you, you just have to face that, um, you know, um, towards your end of life, I guess. Um, and even if you're facing it towards your end of life, hopefully it's not something that puts you in a position where um, you're not fully yourself or you have to rely so much on others or you have to rely on, on others taking care of you so much for you to, I guess, um, you know, finish your your life, your journey, because we all, you know, we all, we're all going to finish our life and our journey at some point. Um, but anyway, um, I, I hope... Um, um, you know, this just I just wanted to leave this as a as a thought and a reflection for you of what my day was. Uh, and there were a lot of other things that I had to do in my personal life today, but it's already um, you know a forty something minute episode, and um, I'm already gonna go to bed really late today. So uh, I have to you know also work on trying to keep this short, maybe 10, 20 minutes tops. Um, I've doubled that today, more than doubled that today. But um, anyway, it's just, I guess, me going through the learn learning curve and um, making sure that I try to be more concise when I'm sharing valuable information. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it, guys, and I'll see you on the next one. Cheers, bye. All right, guys, that's it for today. I'll see you on the next one. And remember... Please share, like, leave a review or support the Join Me for Coffee podcast. Cheers. Cheers.